0: Welcome back to the Head to Toe Podcast. I'm your host, Jisoo. If this is your first time listening, hi, I really wanna quickly introduce myself. So I am a Korean American who graduated from USC in 2021 with the intention of pursuing medical school. But after going through a really deep and personal healing journey for the past year, reconnecting with my faith and sharing all of my experiences online and having such a positive review, I decided to let go of my pursuit of medical school and instead help people just like you live a healthy, purpose-driven life and to help you thrive and not just survive. I discovered my passion for helping people take care of their health holistically from your head to toe and your mind to soul. The name of this podcast is inspired by my holistic, sustainable, and multifaceted way of approaching health. I practice what I preach by eating a mostly whole-food, plant-based diet, pursuing God's purpose for my life, healing my relationship with food and exercise, and so much more. Along with this podcast, I also started a YouTube channel where I plan on sharing healthy habits, morning routines, what I eat in a day's recipes, mindfulness tips, faith, and basically everything health-related that helps you become the best version of yourself. So I would really appreciate if you checked out my YouTube channel and subscribed after listening to this episode. All of this information will be in the show notes below. So with that said, I am so excited for you to hear today's conversation. So let's get into it. Hi guys, welcome back to the Head to Toe podcast. Today I have a super special guest. jasmine thank you so much for being on today.
1: Thank you so much, Jisoo, for having me. It's such an honor honor. And I've been so happy that we become friends online and made these connections. I'm so excited to be here. I know
0: it's crazy because we met online through the DMS actually. you did. I think you followed me, you would DM me and you said, Hey girl, let's work together. I love what you're doing. And I saw your page and I loved who you were and just what you're all about. And we started chatting. We started Mm -hmm. sending audio messages, like long, like 10 minute audio messages. And so we've actually become, I would say like online friends yeah um, totally and do you kind of just want to share like who you are your story so people can kind of get a background of who you are yeah absolutely so um
1: I'm like first born generation here in the United States which are you also because I
0: think I um well I was born in South Korea but I came oh when I was gosh. three that's so, so cool I would consider myself practically born here, but technically I'm not born here. Yeah.
1: (laughs) That is so cool. So, um, pretty much, you know, I've been raised in Indian household and, Mm -hmm. um, that's where I learned so many of these like remedies, natural remedies, you know, passed down traditions from my great grandparents on how to heal through herbs and spices. And it's always been something I'm passionate about. And, um, you know, even though, so as a full-time job, I actually have my doctorate in audiology, so mm-hmm. I am in healthcare and so an audiologist is for anyone who doesn't know it's someone who specializes in hearing and balance disorders. So I knew I wanted to have a career just you know helping people giving back and it's a really rewarding career. I, I love what I do but I wouldn't say I'm necessarily like passionate about it which mm-hmm. I think is not how a lot of people feel right like yeah. you can love your job but it doesn't necessarily mean you're passionate about your job. So um, mm-hmm. you know Pretty much, where curating cures just like actually started, where I really was like, okay, I am feeling like I need to do this.
0: As, that, um, and but by the way, that for people yeah. who don't know, that's your Instagram handle. Oh yes, curating so cures. Uh, yes. So when 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 you talk about that, it just means like that's the account that you created.
1: Yes, thank you so much for bringing that Mm -hmm. up. Yes. So my account is curating Cures, And that is where I talk about natural remedies. But I also incorporate mindfulness and wellness, which is how you and I connected together. So um, Mm -hmm. pretty much long story short, I got, unfortunately, I got COVID last year. And Mm -hmm. um, I just felt really sad and disappointed. I mean, even though it's kind of at a point inevitable, you know, with vaccine and everything, I still got hit hard. And I remember calling my mom, and I was like, "Can you teach me how to make sheeta?" And sheeta Mm -hmm. is a a turmeric-based remedy in India of this drink that we always used to make whenever we felt sick. So my mom was on the phone telling me, you know, how to make it, and then I kind of just had this weird, like, universal sign epiphany, whatever you call it, and Mm -hmm. I was like, "Mom, what if we taught people?" how to make these remedies. Like, what if we talk other people about Sheeta? That's oh. how it actually all started. And my mom was like, I would love to do that. So um, it, you know, on my page, even though my mother's not in a lot of the videos, cause she's a little shy, she's behind so many of the remedies. And that's actually what got me started was it was, it, that was kind of a weird situation of COVID that kind of turned in a positive light of actually pursuing what I'm passionate about.
0: Wow. That's so crazy (laughs) because whenever I see your page and all of the content you post, First of all, everyone needs to go follow you because genuinely I learned so much from every single one of your posts. I'm mind blown. I'm saving all of them. (laughs) I love that. Thank you. But honestly, it kind of makes me feel better to know that your mother is also in this together because I'm like, how does Jaseline have all of this incredible knowledge? (laughs) She is just a fountain of wisdom. But it's so cool that you guys are both paired, paired with each other. And because Mm -hmm. you have this joyful presence, you shine in the spotlight. Mm -hmm. But then obviously your mother is in the background and she's giving yes. you the wisdom and the knowledge, which is super cool.
1: Yes, it's so sweet. We're, we're a really good team. And she was so on board. She just said, like, I don't necessarily want to be in all the videos, but I will teach you like everything I learned as a kid. And so many of the things that I'm teaching are things that I've been doing since I was a little girl. So mm-hmm. um, it's just exciting to finally be able to share the knowledge because I don't feel like this is something I should keep. I feel like this is something that needs to be spread because you and I both agree that unfortunately our country just like really profits off sickness. And there's so many remedies and, you know, for you just like teaching people how to eat healthy, that can really sustain for a better lifestyle rather than having to spend so much money on medication or whatever it is um, to heal or relieve pain or symptoms. So um, it's just been really nice to share what I'm passionate
0: about and just, you know, connect with other people like yourself. I completely agree because All of my life, I thought I wanted to be a doctor and it's because just like you, I love helping people. I want to make an impact in this world and Mm -hmm. I want to have a career where it's not just about the finances. It's about really changing people's lives. But the Mm -hmm. more I got into medicine and everything, I realized in this past year that I'm actually passionate about wellness, not medicine. And I think Mm -hmm. people don't know the difference because medicine is about preventing, diagnosing and treating diseases or illnesses. But Mm -hmm. wellness is about daily habits and practices that promote optimal mental and physical health. And so it's about creating a lifestyle that allows you to thrive and not just survive. And so when I started getting into that holistic health and wellness, I realized more and more that this isn't a common thing. And that, just like you said, our medical mm-hmm. system is about keeping us sick and right. it's about making profit and whatever that may be. I'm not saying that doctors aren't doing their job. I'm saying right. that as a pre med as a pre-med student, even, I was yeah. not taught. Anything that I've learned and that I'm sharing right now, I actually had to learn myself through podcasts, yeah. through movies, through books. I had to educate myself. And it made right. me frustrated to know that as a pre-med student, two years ago, yeah. I was not, I was not living the life that I was living in now. Has right. that been the same for you where you've always grew up this way? You've been proud of a holistic health and wellness. And it just kind of, kind of came as an abundance of that because I know mm-hmm. for me, in an Asian American household when yes. I was younger and my mother was giving me homemade remedies, I was a little bit ashamed or, you know, worried yeah. about that. was that right similar to your situation? Yeah. Excuse me. That
1: was such a good point you brought up. I mean, I feel like when I was younger, I, even though I was very intrigued about it, I definitely didn't talk about it because maybe I was scared of what other people would think. And that's so ironic to me back then that I cared because now any type of coffee shop you go to I mean turmeric lattes are a huge thing and I'm like okay turmeric was like we were putting turmeric in our milk since we were born like like you know especially in our Asian culture like turmeric has been such a known thing for thousands and thousands of years so I'm sitting here thinking here was something that I would be like nervous to tell my friends about and
0: now it's this trending thing right and I'm like can I can I just go off of that I have been wanting to talk about that on my platform for so long but I I've been yes. so scared to share these very opinionated things about right. the same thing. Like for you, turmeric is more like Indian or originated, right? right. Um, mm-hmm. And it's yes. very heavily in Indian like, cuisine and just culture and everything yes. for Korean culture. Kimchi, which is like fermented cabbage is yes. very popular. When I was younger, people would make fun of me for that. If my, oh. I was scared to bring Korean food to school because even yes. though you know, even though I had a ton of Asian people in my high school, I was still right. so embarrassed about it. Oh, and yeah. look now how kimchi is in all these health products. And oh, it's, yeah. you know, it's fermented foods and, gut, and good for your gut health. Right yeah. as something is good for you and it's trending, now it becomes acceptable.
1: Exactly. Do you, do you oh my gosh. I relate to that so much. Like I remember almost in some senses when I was younger, like being ashamed. Like now yeah. I, I really love being Indian and being able to like teach know our wisdom and our traditions to my friends and stuff but it's so sad that back then I felt really nervous like I would never bring Indian food to school because I'd be so scared people would be like oh you like curry or you smell like curry and all these very stereotypical judgments that unfortunately I think really put us um, I don't know just really scared to be ourselves but I think as you and I grew up and grew, you know, just older and feeling more confident in ourselves and in our culture, it's now like, oh, well, yeah, even though these things are trending, we've actually been doing this since we were little, but now we feel more confident in it. But unfortunately, I feel like society when we were younger didn't allow us to be confident in what we actually love. Um, But yeah, that's, it's really funny you say that too. And actually, this might be kind of hopefully not going totally off topic, but even just generally, even just generally, like, Wellness and mindfulness. I do feel mm-hmm. like it's starting to become a little bit of a trend, quote unquote. Yeah. Like I'm noticing a lot, and and we'll definitely dive deep into social media. But it's funny because I'm like, you know, are people posting this content to be authentic because they truly want to? discuss you know like how to get in a better state of you know mental health awareness and stuff or is this just like oh maybe this will be trendy maybe this will make me go viral and it's just unfortunate that sometimes things don't come into light until it's a trend and that's just something Mm -hmm. I've noticed personally on just being a content creator is sometimes I'm looking at you know other content and not never judging it but just sometimes wondering like is this just another trend? Like I get scared Mm -hmm. of thinking like, am I just part of a trend? Because I feel like this knowledge that I'm sharing is so authentic and it Mm -hmm. means so much to me. And I think sometimes you almost get scared of posting something that could make you seem inauthentic, right? Mm
0: -hmm. I don't know how
1: you feel about that, but those are just some thoughts that I am actually practicing, like not having, but they've come up in the last couple
0: of months. Mm -hmm. So... I, know. I, I completely relate to you. And maybe this is yeah. what you're feeling as well is in the beginning, uh, both of our reason for starting our accounts was very authentic yeah. and genuine because I actually yes. deleted my personal Instagram and I thought I would never be back on because it was yeah. extremely toxic. And I remember right. you saying that too, when we yeah. were DMing about how you mm-hmm. never thought you would be on Instagram because you had such a negative perception of it and you yeah. were shocked to find you know, people who genuinely wanted to be authentic and kind and compassionate and sharing goodness in this world. And so um, I took a lot of time, several months to really consider joining Instagram again, purely for the reason of sharing good content and not having it be about me and just sharing, you know, my highlights of traveling and like, this is who I am, but more (laughs) purpose driven account in a sense. Yes. Mm -hmm. But But it's funny because as I get into this, I kind of feel myself getting caught up in going viral or growing my account and being obsessed with the numbers. And I I catch myself, you know, I have been sharing these what I eat in a day's and I was very hesitant on doing them. And I've recently started doing them. And Mm -hmm. I asked on my story guys, is this actually helping you or is this another form of comparison? Because I remember when I Mm -hmm. had a very unhealthy relationship with food, I used to view what I eat in days as another source of comparison. But right. the thing is, they're trending right now. It, the, if you look at my account, my most popular videos are the "What I Eat in a Day"s. Right. You no, know, so it's this constant battle of being authentic and reminding right. myself of why I started this in the first place, but then also mm-hmm. being very mindful of what works and what people want. Do you kind of? Yeah. To
1: that? that is like that is the biggest battle. Like you and I, this is why we've actually become good friends with discussing this is because one of my other friends who has a very, very popular um, Instagram account, she always told me, even when I started, like social media will bring out your demons. Mm-hmm. And what she means by that is social media is going to do this thing where even if you start out with one intention, you start to get sidetracked with the likes and the followers and the real view counts and everything. And Honestly, like I would beat myself so much about that because I'm like, this isn't why I started, but why is my brain focusing so much on it? And I do think like it's not something we necessarily have to beat ourselves about because it's human nature to want to succeed. But I think what happens is it completely ruins the reason of why you started and it takes you away from your true passion. And then you get caught up in all the small things that just don't mean anything that are so meaningless. And we talked about this, that... When you post with intention and good energy, it will be received. But when you post just to post something, just to get content out there, it doesn't get received as well. And we definitely touched on this. And I don't know how you feel, but sometimes, you know, as content creators, you know, there's a lot of IG marketing coaches out there. Mm-hmm. And the thing about Instagram is when you watch one, the algorithm will keep popping oh, yeah. it back in, in your discovery feed. And next thing I know, I'm watching these coaches saying, you need to post three reels a day. You need to do this. Don't use hashtags, use hashtags. Like it just gets really, really overwhelming that it almost makes me like kind of break and not want to do curating cures. Mm-hmm. But then when I sit back and think about that, I'm like, wait, but like, if I actually stopped this, would I be sad? And I reflected on that question of like, yeah, I actually would be sad if I stopped it because I enjoy it. It makes me happy. It's actually helped me mentally. And I've had people reach out saying like, please don't ever stop this. This is so helpful. So regardless, if you have 500 views or 5,000 or 50,000, the point is just, you really have to ground yourself and remember like, why did I do this in the first place? And like I said, even though it's human nature for us to get caught up in those things, when we get caught up in the wrong things it takes us, I just feel like towards a really dark path. And it can even lead us to like a little bit of depression and self-doubt. And it's like, mm. that's the last thing we need, right? Is to just feel so insecure when we started something that actually brought confidence in us. Mm. Um, but sometimes it's just a battle with Instagram. It, I think something I wanted to talk about together is that mm. like, how do we know when to take a break, right? Like, how do Mm -hmm. we know when is it becoming too much? And I really want to hear your answer too. I know lately what I felt is just like this pressure of like, Mm -hmm. yeah, like I said, the likes, the followers and everything, but I realized that was actually starting to affect my, you know, mental health. I was going through a little bit of depression. Mm -hmm. Um, I don't feel like I was like eating as well. And I was like, what is happening? And that's just like that subconscious being like, you're not good enough or your videos aren't good enough so you have to find that balance and i i i think it's part of having to work to work to find that balance it's not just an easy answer like oh everything's going to be great but you know it's a journey for both of us and we're we're working through it and seeing what helps and what doesn't but my best answer for myself is when i feel like it's not resonating with me when i feel like i'm posting for the wrong reasons or it's affecting my mental health that's when I take a step back and I'm like, okay, mm-hmm. I'm not going to touch curating Cures this weekend. I'm not going to do a remedy at all. I'm not going to whatever, create content because I need a break. And I think that's the biggest thing is that people feel like they have to grind and post all this content, but they're not giving themselves a break and then they lead to a
0: burnout. So mm-hmm. would you say that you're in a burnout state right now? You said you were facing some difficulty. Mm-hmm. Is that in, is that your current stage? or Is that something you've experienced and you're out of it right now?
1: Yeah. So this is like the timing of this question is so funny. So I would actually say I was experiencing it probably like around Feb, like, I don't know, March and April. But something really crazy happened like the last three weeks, like this whole energy shift that completely changed my perspective. So Mm -hmm. um, my my page, there's no like business behind it. Like I'm Mm -hmm. not selling anything and stuff. And sometimes I even get in my own head, like, why am I putting so much work if I'm not profiting out of it? But then Mm -hmm. I was like, well, that's not why I started. I started this as a community page. So my husband actually sat me down. He's really good at keeping me in check. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And he was like, okay, I'm going to give you a scenario and I want you to give me your like truthful answer. I was like, okay. He was like, let's just say I let you quit being an audiologist. Like, let's just like, have you quit audiology? Would you want to do this full time as a business? Mm -hmm. And he was like, I'm actually giving you this option. I'm telling you, you can quit your job Justine. like, do you want to do curating cares like full-time like we'll be fine and like that was such an intense question like no one has asked me that right Um, because I think a lot of people just like figure I'm doing this for fun which I am but having someone bring up that business side I really sat down and thought about it and I was like okay would I want to do this like full-time and make this a business Mm -hmm. and shockingly my answer was no So like here, my husband was literally allowing me to quit my job and said, like, he'll support us just like, do what you want to do. And I actually was like, I don't think I want personally, right. Once again, this is just a personal thing. This is not how others feel. Um, But I personally was like, I don't think I could have a full-time job on social media because I'm still fighting those demons. And I don't know if those demons will ever go away because I Mm -hmm. even talked to my best friend about it, who does have an extremely successful page. And she's like, I still get in my own head three years later of doing this. And she has a booming account. So to me, I'm like, okay, like, do I want to live this life of like, constantly getting like in my head? Not really. And I told myself like, at my full-time job, like I actually really do love it. It makes me Mm. happy. I see, like, I get the patients who cry when I put on their hearing aids and not all the time, but I do get some of them and it's such a rewarding career. And it's kind of crazy to me that someone was giving me the opportunity of making it a business and it actually kind of made me not want to do it. So ever since I had that talk with my husband about two, three weeks ago, I have had a completely different shift in curating care cares like mm-hmm. I don't care about like and once again this could just be like temporary but I really stopped focusing or putting any pressure on it like wow. okay if no one falls if I get no new followers in five days I get no new followers in five days it is what it Who is because right? it's Who not cares? a business exactly it's not a business I'm not trying to generate money or get anything mm-hmm. out of it and something about that. Like, what's crazy to me, is, even when I started it, I didn't want it to be a business. But then when someone gave me the opportunity to make it a business, I didn't want it. So then I took off all this pressure. And now I feel like I have a really healthy relationship with curating cares. And Mm. honestly, like, you know, I I will say I don't feel like I've created as much content as I did when I started, but I also exactly but I also feel so much healthier with it. So I'm like, For example, I hadn't created any new remedies for two weeks. And then I actually got a really bad burn on my finger a couple of days ago from the oven and I go into work and my office manager was like, oh, I have a really good remedy for burns. And it was like, and it it was almost like the universe was telling me like, now that I have a healthier energy towards it, I'm getting more inspired. And then I thought to myself, wow, here's this really cool remedy that I will make a video about key is Swedish bitters. I didn't know that, but (laughs) I was like, okay, I'm going to make a remedy about this. And I sat down and I was like, wow, hearing someone give me a remedy idea made me so excited. And that taught me like, okay, you still love curating cures it still makes you happy, it still brings you joy. And now you've taken the pressure out of it, because you're not trying to be a business or anything. And now you can truly remember why you started. So Mm. long story short, I think I had to go through a lot of ups and downs. And I think I had to have really deep, serious conversations with myself and with my partner to realize, like, what is it that I want? And it's like, Oh, yeah, I started this page, because it makes me happy. It's educational. And I want people to like, love it and just like enjoy it and get information out of it and if it resonates with people great if it doesn't I have to say that it actually helps me at the end of the day like mm. I don't know if you feel that juice like do you yeah. sometimes feel like your content that you're creating sometimes you're like god I think I just needed this for myself
0: yeah I'm giving advice to myself all the time Hi, guys. It's Jisoo. I just wanted to jump in and say that if you've been enjoying this episode so far, please take a couple seconds to review this podcast on Apple or Spotify. It truly makes such a big difference, and I would really appreciate if you took the time to do so. Also, you can probably tell by now that I am so passionate about holistic health, wellness, and taking care of your mind, your body, and your soul. This is why I'm so excited to say that I've partnered up with the amazing online fitness community called Form, a online fitness platform that has online workouts that are quick, effective, and so much fun. They range from five minutes to 40 minutes, and there's a huge range of workouts that are catered towards all types of fitness levels. And what I love most about Form is that you can do all the workouts at home since you only need a pair of dumbbells and 30 minutes of your day. That is truly all you need. It's changed the game for me. It's made me feel so strong, so confident. I don't even have a gym membership anymore. I do all my workouts at Form and I've been doing them ever since August 2021 and it's changed the game for me. Form not only has workout videos, but it also has meditation practices, healthy recipes, and even mindful eating tips from a registered dietitian, which is absolutely incredible. And the reason I'm such a big advocate of Form is because they don't just focus on exercise, but they have a holistic approach to health and wellness. So if you wanna join Form, go to joinform.co and use my discount code HEALTHWITHJISU for $30 off the yearly subscription. So with my discount code, if you buy the yearly subscription, you would be saving over 60% of the cost. You can also try their seven day free trial. Just check it out before committing, but I promise you're gonna fall in love and you're gonna wanna use my discount code. So once again, you can go to joinform.co and use my discount code, HEALTHWITHJISU for $30 off the yearly subscription. And I will leave all the information in the show notes below. So definitely go check them out. Okay, enough talking. Let's get back to the conversation.
1: Yeah, so it's just like, you know, when I make, um, like when we did our mindfulness post, I was like, even though this mindfulness post was to help others, I truly felt like it helped myself. Like Mm -hmm. oftentimes when I'm doing the, you know, mental health post or mindfulness post or intention post, I'm like, you know what? I'm really creating this because I think I need it. And if mm-hmm. it helps someone out, that's, that makes me even more happy. But I think that took a lot of self-awareness that like, this is also a journey that's helping myself get to a healthier place. And mm-hmm. I think that's something else to be fully aware of and like acknowledge that like, we're not all perfect and it's okay to create, you know, mindful mindfulness and mental health content for yourself. You know, mm-hmm. like I actually think creating it is helping me become a happier and more confident person. So it's just been a whole roller coaster of emotions. (laughs) I've had my days where I wanted to quit it, but Mm -hmm. then when I actually think about it, I'm like, no, I don't wanna quit it. And you know, at the end of the day, I don't know how long it's gonna be there, you know, I don't know how long I'm gonna keep doing this, but I think the most important thing is like, stop focusing on the future, Mm -hmm. stop trying to think about outcomes and like think about how do you feel today at this moment? does carrying cures and heal with Jisoo feel good at this moment? Does it make us happy? Well, yeah, it does. So then, okay, mm-hmm. keep it up, take it day by day. And the moment where it feels like really hard work and it's training and it's exhausting. That's a time to take a
0: step back. Mm-hmm. Well, there's okay. so much to go over what you just shared, by the way, <laughs> so much goodness. It was so beautifully said. Thank First you. of all, I want to touch on your partner, just being the most encouraging person ever, because the fact that he was willing to be, sit you down and say, yeah, I've noticed that this is your passion. Do you want to pursue it? But I think it's even more interesting. And I relate to this a lot. And I want to talk about this as well and go deeper into that is that how not putting this financial label on something actually frees you to be the most creative you've ever been. And it's interesting because some people can look at you and say, oh, you're an audiologist. That might be a boring job. You can pursue this sexy, romantic job as an online creator, Mm -hmm. you know, and we have this idea right now about how everyone is leaving their nine to five after COVID and pursuing this online course and making me very romantic and very, you know, appealing to people. And it's interesting how you said, you know what, I actually love my nine to five and I really enjoy it. I love helping people and interacting with them face to face. And that's something that I have also been experiencing as well, because initially I, obviously I quit my journey as a pre-med student and I thought I was going to go full time into coaching. And I actually was trying to transition into the online creator space and everything, Mm -hmm. but It's interesting Mm -hmm. that I quit everything to go into this thing that I thought was going to be my passion. But once I put a financial label on it and I put this pressure unnecessarily, it Mm -hmm. started to become draining, but I actually decided recently I'm starting to work again and I absolutely love my job right now. And it's not the most yes. paying, but it is genuinely the most supportive, kind, loving community ever. And I yes. look forward to going to work every single day. Yes, and I, and I think just the fact that I'm able to have a face-to-face interaction with people, physically help them mm-hmm. is such a big difference than just working online. And I'm yes. not sure if you've experienced that as well. I, everything you
1: just touched upon, like, first thing I want to say is like, I feel like lately I've been seeing all these advertisements on Instagram, like quit corporate nine to five, be your own boss, be your own CEO. Mm -hmm. And it like, honestly just makes me feel really bad. Like, why is there a negative image on nine to five? Like you can actually find a nine to five job you enjoy. And you and I found that. So Mm -hmm. for anyone out there who like, has a nine to five corporate job, but they actually enjoy it. Don't feel bad about that. Yes. Like that's actually the best case scenario, right? Mm-hmm. Cause it provides stability. You don't have to worry about finances. And that was always the thing. Like I have a couple of friends who are entrepreneurs and it kind of made me feel like, Oh God, do I need to be an entrepreneur mm-hmm. to be happy and successful? And I even sit back and I'm like, God, no, like I really enjoy what I do. And like, I'm happy with this life, but I feel like mm-hmm. in our generation, there's this huge, like be your own boss, be your own CEO. Mm -hmm. That's, you know, like, don't work for anyone else. You don't need to work a nine to five. And it's so nice and refreshing talking to you because Mm -hmm. you're one of the few people I feel like I've connected with who is like, wait, but like, I'm happy at my job. So Mm -hmm. like, I'm, you know, like, it's okay. I think everyone wants to live this glamorous, fabulous life. And like, you know, you think with content creation, you're going to post, and it's going to go viral and your, your whole life is going to be different. Heck no, that's not no. how it works. Right. <laughs> that is not how it works. You post a reel, you get two views and they're like, Oh, um, okay, <laughs> great. So yeah. like, I think just like, it's so nice, like finding people that are like, no, I truly do love my job and I'm just doing this on the side because it's I want to help people and it makes me happy. And, um, it's just so refreshing because I was so in my head of like, do I need to start my own business to be, but then I reflected and I was like, no, like I'm in a really good, healthy, happy place. And Mm -hmm. I just think it's, it's, you can find the extraordinary in the ordinary. Like I think everyone's Mm -hmm. really scared and I hope I'm not diverging, but I feel like Mm -hmm. a lot of people are really scared to live an ordinary life, but you know what? Like at the end of the day, like not to be morbid, but on my deathbed, when I think back on like, how did I live my life? All I want to know is that I helped people. I don't care Mm -hmm. if I, I don't care about being famous or having a bunch of money at the end of the day. I just want to look back and be like, I feel like I live my purpose. I feel like I helped others. I served Mm -hmm. my community and I was just the kindest, like best person that I could be and like that's how i want to live my life and i think some people are scared to live a life of like not having fame or fortune and wow. i'm like but when you constantly think that way you're putting your you're you're putting yourself in this like dark hole of like never truly being happy mm. so i just like that's how i've really felt and and honestly even talking to people who do have their own business like it was a lot, a lot of hard work. And that's um, actually one of my friends who feels behind. She has her own business and she just feels like so behind. And sometimes it's always that grass is always greener, right? Like I yeah. thought running your own business oh, would be yeah. this whole beautiful thing. But here I am having a friend who's just like, I feel so behind in my business. I don't have any clients. How am I going to make money? And then I Mm -hmm. kind of sat there and I was like, oh man, like, I don't really have anything bad to say about my job, (laughs) which is just like, you know, and I know my friend's gonna, she's killing it. And I think sometimes we're just really hard on ourselves. But Mm -hmm. I just wanted to say that I really thank you for, you know, saying that like having a job of nine to five, like this whole nine to five thing has such a negative stereotype, but it doesn't have to be that way. I think the most important thing is just like having a good balance with yourself. So Mm -hmm. sorry, I hope I answered all your, I think you asked another question, but I was kind of going on my rant there. So no,
0: I think (laughs) that's beautiful is I totally agree with you because I had this fantasy of not wanting to work this nine to five. And once I got the other side, I realized the grass is not greener. Everything has hardships. (laughs) And trust me, I know people say this all the time, but truly being a content creator is not that romantic and it's a lot of work. And actually I heard this saying where when you quit your nine to five to become an entrepreneur, you work 24 seven. And that is such the case. And it's interesting because now as a content creator or a lifestyle person or whatever it may be, you don't have a balance because you're just sharing everything and you don't just get to quit from nine to five. Because what if people want to know about what you eat for dinner and how you do your nighttime routine? Oh, but then they also want your morning routine. So you're going to have to film that when you're awake. And you know, oh gosh, it's so there's true. no balance anymore. And so <gasps> I never thought about that. So, so people true. don't realize that there's actually freedom in a nine to five where you can just go, yeah. okay a work, a days of work is done. I'm going to leave that at my work and go home and rest. But yes. I think there's also a difference between being miserable in your nine to five and hating the job yes. you do because mm-hmm. it's not fulfilling. You're not helping the people in the way you want to. Right. And that is when maybe you can find another nine to five or when you can do something else, but I yeah. don't think a nine to five in a sense is a bad thing.
1: Yes. I totally, I totally agree. And it's just like, it almost feels like there's like a weight off my shoulders knowing that someone else feels this way because mm. um, I don't know, you know, there's a lot of negativity on corporate and it's true, mm. like there are not yeah. a lot of good things about being corporate, but there's also something really beautiful about stability And, you know, a lot of people are like, work hard, take the risk, blah, blah, blah. And that's definitely true for some people. But I have just had this huge shift of like, I just want to live a happy life. Like, I don't feel the need Mm. to grind super hard and give endless, endless hours to something that I feel like, just puts like a really like negative damper on my mood and energy. So I'm like, okay, well, I'm just going to balance and same with you. I'm going to have my job, but I'm also going to do this on the side. And when I want to create, I will create. And if I don't want to create, that is okay. I don't feel the need to create Then when you take off the pressure, it's Mm. like, I don't know. It's just like you were underwater and then you kind of get a breath of fresh air, right? It's like everything, you just have clarity and it feels better. And you know, I've actually noticed, I don't know about you, but like lately on Instagram, I am noticing that more people are actually speaking up about taking breaks. And it's actually been such a beautiful thing. Like sometimes I think we feel like we're only experiencing this emotion on our own, but like very lately I've noticing people being like, Hey, I need a break. I won't be back till next week. Like enjoy. And it really does make me so happy when I see things like that, because I'm like, this is someone who's acknowledging that like, they need to put their mental health first. And this mm-hmm. has all been a little draining and Hey, I'm going to take a step back. And actually before creating Kira, cares how you and I talked about our personal, I know you deleted your personal Instagram, which is amazing. I mm-hmm. still have my personal one. I re- don't really go on it, but when I was on it, I was just like I hated Instagram I felt like it was such mm-hmm. a flex I constantly yeah. compare and I'm finally at a point which is so funny I feel like I'm at a point in my personal page where if I look at something I'm not like oh I wish I had that or oh I did same. that right and I, I don't, don't I don't know, know what happened,
0: happened. Yes, exactly. <laughs> Wait, that's so fun. I I don't know how that happened because before when I had my personal page, I felt so horrible about myself. Every time I saw someone's feed, I would compare my body, my face, everything, all of it. And now it's weird because maybe now that we're content creators and we know what goes behind the scenes, like really goes on we're like, Oh, she definitely does not look like that all the time. Or you know right. what? Like she's probably having some issues too. And you're just kind of yes. not putting so much of my, I kind of detached myself from it. Have you felt mm-hmm. the same way? Oh my gosh. Absolutely.
1: Like, I think something that like just a personal thing, like, you know, I, I have an amazing relationship and I'm in a great place in life and what used to kind of like Get me like, ah, like inside my head was like seeing like people I know buy houses, right? Like it's always Mm -hmm. different for someone. Someone might get feel sad about an engagement. Someone might Mm -hmm. feel sad that, um, I don't know, someone bought this new car and they're like, oh Mm -hmm. gosh, like I wish I had that. And for me, for a little while, it was like, oh my gosh, like are my husband and I behind because we don't have a house and all of our friends are buying houses? Mm -hmm. And then I was like, I sat back and I was like, no, like, you know, we have a wedding going on this year. We have lots of other weddings. We just don't feel the need to like go in this crazy market and buy a house. And it's so funny because just a couple of months ago, I had to like, I couldn't even go on my personal Instagram. Whereas now if I see someone, they bought a house, I'm like commenting, like, I'm so happy for you. Congrats. Wow. And I think a lot of that is like you said, it's like this shift that we have because we ask content creators, like, we know everything is not what it seems right like same with same with you like i would go on instagram and i'd feel like i'd see a girl in a bikini and i'm like oh my god her body looks amazing why doesn't my body look like that and it was yeah. just like this disgusting comparison yes where, yes like you know like with body imaging and oh my gosh that's a whole nother thing on instagram I but i don't i don't know what it is like you said it could be because we're content creator now but i also think you and i like we're getting to a place of mindfulness and just really putting ourselves and prioritizing our health first. And when we see, or when we notice we're going down a toxic hole of thoughts, we're like, you know what? That's not going to benefit me. That's only going to hurt me. And for me with my my personal Instagram, I actually would delete it like every couple of weeks because I just Mm -hmm. wanted out of sight, out of mind. But now I'm kind of just in a place where like, And, you know, every now and then we are still going to have those days where we compare. We're still going to have those days where it's hard. But you and I, I feel like we're, you know, and I think a lot of other people hopefully too, or we'll get there once you're confident in yourself and you prioritize your own health then other things that used to bother you or irk you won't anymore. Mm -hmm. It's like, when you, when you realize like you need that healing energy and you tell yourself like, yeah, she looks great in that bathing suit, but like, Hey, I love my body. Like my body is me and it's unique in its own way. And you know, all that stuff, there's just huge shift that when you appreciate yourself, you can learn to like be happy for other people too. And it's not this like comparison game. So mm-hmm. I don't know, it's been a huge shift of Instagram. And I am very grateful that Curating and Cures has built a more positive feeling that I have towards it. Cause I never thought I would ever like the app, but now that I'm using it, like you said, for good and for purpose, mm-hmm. it's just been a total shift. And it's even the shift has even impacted me that I don't even compare myself or my life to anyone else anymore. Like I am truly happy as Justine and I am in a good place and I don't want any, anybody else or anyone's
0: energy to block
1: that, so. (laughs)
0: hi my friend thank you so much for listening to today's episode i know it ended a bit abruptly and that's because this is just part one of my conversation with jasmine we just spent more time talking and i didn't want to cut our conversation short just for the sake of time so i will be cutting this episode into two parts and part two will be coming out next tuesday so next week so please stay tuned subscribe keep your notifications on and Part two of our conversation will be released next week, and I promise it is so good. If you've listened this far, thank you so much. It truly means the world to me. Please share this episode with a friend that you think would really enjoy today's conversation. And don't forget to rate this podcast on Apple or Spotify. It just takes a few seconds, but makes a world of a difference. You can also find me on Instagram and on YouTube, both at Health with Jisoo. As always, I will leave all of my information in the show notes below. I will also include Jasmine's information. So please go check her out. I would love if you could share this podcast with people that you know on social media. Tag me on Instagram. I would love to reshare your post. That is it for now. That is it for this week, but I'll catch you next time. I'm sending you so much love. I hope you have the most amazing day and I'll chat with you soon.